You put your all into delivering quality and value on time. And when your customer doesn't pay, it doesn't just hurt your feelings. It hurts your business. At MetCredit, we get it. We collect overdue receivables fast and treat your customers with respect. Go to MetCredit.com to get started. MetCredit, we get it. This is Overdue Advice, the podcast about cash flow strategies to grow your business. Brought to you by MetCredit. Everybody pay up. Optimism. It helps us focus on a goal or target that's out of reach or not even visible. It's a survival mechanism that gets us through natural and man-made disasters. No matter what happens, everything will eventually be okay. In Canada, several provinces have sent incumbent governments packing. Voters are looking for a new way of doing things, and in political terms, it's just a time of change. Meanwhile, new provincial and territorial governments are putting pressure on federal politicians for support in sectors like aerospace, manufacturing, and energy. We think of optimism as a positive trait, but in business, optimism needs to be balanced by reality. Job numbers are the best they've been in a generation, but investment is down. Are we on the cusp of a turnaround, or is the current economic climate going to linger or get worse? Being proactive is better than reactive, obviously. If revenue drives your business, then why wait to collect on overdue accounts? On this episode of Overdue Advice, why waiting for a turnaround could kill your business. With me today to talk about it is David Hopkins, Vice President of Business Development at MetCredit. Hi, Dave. How you doing? Terrific. Good. You've been doing lots of traveling. I have been. Where have you been? Well, I've been to uh, Toronto mm-hmm. uh, and, and our Mississauga office. Right. How's Boston. TO? Very good. Very good, as always. Does anyone get upset when you guys call it Toronto and it's actually Mississauga? Because my wife well, is from Mississauga, and, and the Toronto thing is sort of, it's easier to tell people, but she prefers Mississauga. Well, better that than hearing the big smoke, but yes. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I don't mind the big smoke. It's got character. It does have character. It's kind of got character. We like, to, we like to refer to it as Toronto, but I'm 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 uh, at our Mississauga office visiting clients out east. Of course, I've, I've been up to Yellowknife lately. We have, oh. we have a lot of clients up there, um, and that's very, quite a beautiful spot if you've never been. I, I've never um, been. And Whitehorse, we have uh, we have a lot of clients up there, so uh, Met Credit is, uh, hmm. when we say we're national, we certainly are. Yeah. If you have a chance, you should always visit as many places as we as we oh, can yeah. in Canada. Yeah. But so you you've been traveling lots. Mm-hmm. So in terms of of you know everyone's talking about the economy and everything just generally feels unsettled. So what are you seeing across the country? Well, that's uh, that's very interesting because ex- that's exactly what we are seeing across the country because I am speaking to to many many prospective clients and many current clients and that's a conversation that we have all the time about the fact that what's happening with 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 the economy. I mean, things aren't going well. And of course, that reflects in their accounts receivables. You see that they're having problems getting paid. And the re- the result uh, the reason for that, of course, is that their customers are not getting paid. Right. So when their customers don't get paid, they don't get paid, they can't make their payments. But it's you see it right across in every industry. I've seen it in the energy sector. We've seen it in in steel and construction, uh, in in the agriculture industry, in wood right. um, and, and wood products. It seems that all these industries are affected by the downturn. Mm-hmm. I hate to use that term, of mm-hmm. course, because anyone, everyone thinks, oh my goodness, now we're in a recession. But it's the downturn of the economy, uh, I, I believe, driven by by um, 
uh, energy, oil and gas, as one of them. Of course, mm-hmm. there's a few others. Nationally, what are you seeing? Like, is, is the East generally doing better? Where, where are the most collections happening right now? Well, we, we're we collecting right across the board, but I, I do agree that, uh, that it seems in some of the areas I've been to aren't as affected as much as we are out West, hmm. because of course, oil and gas always seems to be the main driver. So when you're in Ontario or in, you're in Manitoba, uh, even if you're up North in the Northwest territories, you don't see that much effect from the oil and gas. You see it in other industries. Right. It could be just as bad mm-hmm. or about just the same. Um, or, or maybe maybe not as bad, but still, you see the same problem. In the West, it's it's sort of the opposite. There's this dearth of space. You know, there's been a report that in uh, I think in Edmonton, um, housing prices have actually dropped a few percent this year. So, you know, things are getting tough. And I get you know today's topic is why waiting for a turnaround could kill your business. I guess you know the my first thought is if you have outstanding debt, why would you wait? But is is there an element of you know, if other companies, your competitors are waiting, is it an advantage to just, you know, collect while you can? Well, yes, absolutely. Collect while you can. I mean, it's it's all part of us. We all like to be optimistic. We all like to think that, oh, my goodness, you know, we've done this work for this, for this individual. Um, we're going to get paid right away within 30 days. That's the terms on our invoices. Right. And most invoices I see right across the country are the same. They're all written the same. You do the work, 30 days, net, but they're not getting paid. Right. So if you sit back and not worry about that, and again, we're all optimistic, we're going to think, oh, it's going to be fine. You go on and do your next job and your next job and your next job. Now you start to see what's happening. You start to see you're not getting paid. Right. Those customers of yours are probably not getting paid by their suppliers or their customers. And that all filters down. It's a domino effect. How much, how much of a risk is that cascade? It's a huge risk because what's happening now is if you're not getting paid and you're not getting the money from your customers, you're not going to be able to make some of your commitments. You have many commitments, probably some secured debt with the bank. It could be a mortgage. It could be um, business loans, lines of credit. If you don't make those, now you're going to be in a situation where you don't want to be. So you need to make sure you're on your accounts receivables right away. You know, it's sort of a limbo economy right now. Like in the West, it feels like we're just kind of marking time. In the East, it's mostly good. I mean, you hear about the big layoffs in Oshawa. They're closing a car plant and things like that. So there'd be engineering jobs and all sorts of stuff at risk. We've we've talked a lot on this podcast about who is a debtor. And it's everybody from someone who takes the bus to someone with a Mercedes. I mean, everyone can be a debtor. So in in terms of this sort of I don't even want to say a bubble economy. It's just, it feels like we're kind of in this waiting period. Like it's literally everyone is waiting for a turnaround. How do we fight that? What's, what's, what are the things that businesses can do to really sort of work against that? Uh, if I just wait a little longer. Well, you need to, the number one, we, number one thing that we're telling all our clients is that they need to manage their accounts receivables much better. Mm-hmm. You may, you may believe that we're on, you know, that things are going to turn around. Things are going to get better. It looks like it's going to get better. We hear all different kinds of stories. You can't sit back and wait for that to happen. It's almost like a customer saying to you, well, you know, I, geez, Dave, I can't make that payment this month, but would it be all right if I made it next month? Mm -hmm. And of course, he's been a customer of yours for a long time. So you're going to sit back and say, oh, yes, that's fine. That's fine. But these things, again, have that effect where you're going to get yourself into trouble. So the number one thing that we recommend and, and the best practices that you can do 
is to get on your receivables right away. The two or three days after that 30 days that you haven't received your payment, you should be on the phone to your customer saying, hello, Right. You know, remember that you have this uh, invoice with us. Can you, you know, please get this paid to us right away? And again, people should go to the Met Credit website because there's the <clears throat> debt calculator. And it's great that you bring that up because it is something that we show all our clients mm. and prospective clients. We go through that, the collectability of delinquent accounts. What happens to it? I mean, right away when you have an account, and that's why we say jump on them right away. Do you have like a percentage for the drop-off day, day to day? Yes, we, it's- yeah, we do. It's it's more like, um, yeah, it, it runs from if, if you send out an invoice and you wait for 30 days, you have about a 94, 95% chance of getting that recovered. Oh, that's not too Because bad. it's only 30 days old. Right. It's brand new. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be a problem. Okay. Then when you jump to something like 60 or 90 days, that drops down to less than 70%. So now what happens is you're looking at your, your invoices, and, and we're all guilty of this. We wait 30, 60, 90, and, and like you said before, everybody has that, that, that problem, that issue with not getting paid you know, 30, 60, 90, waiting for that. So after, six, after uh, 90 days, you've got less than 70%. When you get into nine months and one year, you're looking at about 22 point, maybe 23% recovery rate on an account that's almost a year old. That's, that's a huge drop in the success of you getting paid. And that's for any size of debt? Yeah, it doesn't really matter. It could be, Really? Yeah, it could be, uh, you know, $150. It could be $150,000. This is um, a general uh, a guide that we, that we use that was, um, that was issued by, I um, just have to look here now to make sure, Commercial Collection Agencies Association. Mm-hmm. What they did is they, they did a broad-based survey, which give us these numbers. Now, sure, it's broad-based. Um, they, we don't really talk about the size of the account, but in most cases, we're looking at anywhere between, you know, $1,000, $10,000, dollars $20,000. In that range, it always seems to be those are the ones of the commercial problem accounts. So... If we, we try to educate our clients to say, look, if you're going to be sitting on the accounts for this long, hoping that one day you're going to get paid, mm-hmm. accepting all the excuses you're getting from your customers, then you're going to look at something where it's going to be the recovery rate for anyone to collect it, including yourself, is going to drop. And you don't want to be there. The single biggest cause of bad debt write-offs is procrastination. With every day you wait, the chances of ever getting paid go down. At MetCredit, we get it. We collect business receivables fast. And if we don't succeed, you don't pay. Go to MetCredit.com and stop waiting for money you deserve. MetCredit, we get it. There's also that emotional, that psychological component where the longer you wait, I mean, we've all done it, where you put something off and the longer you put it off, the harder it gets to do. And when that's your revenue, you know, there is that psychological component of, well, you know, they're a good client. They've been around for a while. I'll just give them a little more time. And then it, it actually gets harder. And, and so is, is part of the act now just to, to counteract your own psychology? It, and it is. And that's a very good point that you bring up. We find and, and we see this a lot in the oil and gas industry because mm-hmm. oil and gas industry and all their customers, they they work together. They have for years. You've had the same customer like you like you reiterated earlier. They've had the same customer for a long time. So they're going to give them a lot of rope. They're going to give them a lot of time to pay. They would say to themselves, oh, well, gosh, you know, Bob and I have done work for 20 years together. He always pays me. Sometimes it may be up to eight, nine, 
10 months, but I'm going to sit back and wait. What that does to your own business by allowing this to happen is that you're getting yourself into more and more trouble with making your ends meet. Then what you get into is the Peter pays Paul um, um, economics, and that doesn't work for anyone. Right. Because now you don't have the money to pay off the people you want to pay off right away or everybody. Right. Now you're in a situation where you're just, you know, robbing Peter to pay Paul. So mm-hmm. this is why we instruct our clients to always make sure that they get the accounts to us in a in a timely manner. We're always looking at, you know, 60, 90 days to get the accounts to us. After 90 days, there should be no question because this is what's going to happen. Yeah. That company could be forced to seek protection. It could even go into bankruptcy. Well, at least you're ahead of the game if you get your account paid on time, or at least if you're having that conversation with your customer. Now, bankruptcy is a horrible word. Yeah. I don't even like to say it, but we see yeah. a lot of it. Yeah. And once we look at that company that has filed for bankruptcy, they have a huge problem with their accounts receivable. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons why they had to do what they did. Now, they might have been able to prevent going into bankruptcy or going or filing for protection. All they had to do was clean up their AR. That's yeah. all they had to do. And, and one great way of cleaning up their AR is jumping on it right away and not letting them leave it for so long. So here you get that domino effect. Yeah. So even if you're collecting just a portion, even if it were you know a large portion, say yeah. 70% or something, you're at least still getting that that revenue to support your business. Yes. Um, and in most cases, your business plan will allow you to have a little bit, you know, that that's not collectible at that time. Could be the 25 or 30% that you, that you mentioned. Well, and I guess this is another part of the psychology is for businesses, really paying early is kind of, it's respecting your own budget. You know, you've got revenue targets and you've got money that you need to make and money that you have to pay your vendors and, and suppliers. And so... You know, if you respect your own budget, you need to collect those accounts receivable. That's right. And also your write-offs will be minimal. Right. And that's really what you want. We run across too many companies that tell us, well, I wrote that off after a year. I had to write that off. I wrote this off. I wrote that off. And it goes on and on. And it's not really necessary if you get on your accounts early. And if you're having those problems with your accounts early, then make sure you seek out a professional. How about paying companies paying down their own debts? Is that a helpful thing? That's absolutely part of the, part of the plan. Yeah. It's all part of the of the same system. If you get money in faster, then you'll be able to pay out your your uh, your overhead much quicker. When you're talking to a business that is kind of hesitant, and you do need to sort of sell them on the idea of collecting, what's the thing that you tell them? What's what's the motivator that gets businesses to just sort of wake up and go, ah, what you're right. <laughs> <laughs> the motivator. That's a very good question. One of the one of the main things that we have a discussion with uh, with our clients is that they show us that they're having problems with receivables. That's why they reach out to us. They go, Dave, look, have a look at this. Here's my AR. I've got um, you know hundred thousand dollars over ninety days, and that just jumps right off the page at you. That's a big problem, and. We tell them that if you want to get this cleaned up, if you want to uh, want our help with it, and this is the number one motivator, is that you need to get this debt assigned to us as quickly as possible. You, should, you know, I, I hate to, to give them this kind of instruction, but had you been on this in the first 30, 60, 90 days, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation. But now that I'm here and now that they're all over almost a year old, this is why you are where you are. So if you don't want to have to write all these off at the end of the year, if you want to see some of this dollars come back, and which is really important for you, mm-hmm. then this is this is what you need to do. Are you seeing, and, and this is sort of a, a little off the wall, but 
are you seeing municipalities having to go into collections to, to collect from, from people? Yes. Is that an increasing thing, or? Um, well, it is. It is, and it isn't. It depends. That's um, geographic as well. Oh, okay. we, we see much more of it in in some areas than we do in others, because of course, they're not affected by the economy. Like, for example, out we uh, out west. Right. So, some of the municipalities, um, the governments, provincial governments, um, uh, they're they have a lot of debt. Now, they do have some internal processes that are really good. There are ways right. for them to get it back <clears throat> right. uh, through tax, through right. a n- number of other things, which is good. But there are a lot of ways that they can't. So what they do is they reach out to the professionals. At least the perception is they're the ones who define the economic environment in a way. Well, and, and it's interesting that you also bring that up because it's something else that we do when we're having these conversations with clients is that they don't really like to talk to their customers about receivables. They don't want to get on the phone and call them up and say, by the way, you owe this money. So what they do is they outsource it to companies like ours. So they can continue on doing what they do best. They don't have to be worried about getting on the phone every day, working on their receivables that have gone now from 30, 60, 90, right up to 120 days. They can relax and sit back and concentrate on what they do best, which is one of the other motivating factors and one of the things that we talk to them about is that they need to get back to doing what they do best. Let us do what we do best. They And we see it a lot with some of the bigger companies. I, You know, you always get calls from some of these companies and they want to sell you more product, mm-hmm. but you rarely get a call from them saying that you owe money because that's not what's in their, in their, um, in their uh, business plan. They want to be able to sell you more product. They want to upsell you. They want to go from there. If you don't pay your bill, they may cut you off or whatever the case is, but they still have this outstanding debt. So right. that, I think, is, is uh, number one and two of, of, of what we discuss with our clients when we, when we show them how important it is to get on these accounts right away. What is the most damaging part of not doing collections? What's that corrosive thing that should really scare the crap out of every business leader? Well... And we talked about this before. Number one is when you have all these outstanding receivables, they just keep mounting and mounting and getting larger and larger. And what that does is that's going to affect what you do. You're not going to be able to, number one, um, do what you do best. Does that affect what you guys do? If, if someone just comes to you with a ton of stuff and goes, you know, this is like three years of stuff. Does that affect how you guys approach it? Or is it all pretty much business as usual? Business as usual. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, we would certainly like the accounts... A lot sooner because mm-hmm. we talked about the graph. We talked about how uncollectible they can be once they right. become a year old, especially once they become a year and a half up to two year old, two years old. And there are like laws, that. for example, an account that's over two years old could be stat barred from litigation. You oh. may not be able to proceed with suing them once an account becomes two years old. And that's in some of the provinces across Canada. Oh, wow. So it's sort of a statute of limitations on it? Statute of limitations. Really? On it. So not if you don't do it, you just forego that money? That well, yeah, no, you can't. It's still um, eligible for collections. Oh, okay. But it's not eligible for litigation to well, sue but, it yeah, in court. But then, if you can't, if you don't have the uh, the strength of the court behind you, and it even then, it, half the time it doesn't make that much of a difference. And it makes it more difficult. Right. So now there's no real consequence, mm. not a serious consequence right. as we could have done before. So when you're f- assigning all these files to us and they're two, three, four years old, well, there's things that we can do to the newer ones. Uh, the, that we can't do to the old files because they're now they're stat barred. But it's really important, and we really try to um, suggest to our clients that a solution is to, at the very beginning when you're when you've got your business up and rolling is to implement a really good credit granting policy. Number one, 
What is it you're going to do? Who are you going to lend to? What kind of credit that you're going to give them? And then also make sure that you have a good accounts receivable policy. Uh, make your customers uh, understand that this is your terms. This is how it works. If it doesn't work, this might happen. So we want to make sure we keep following within our within our program here. And and that's I think is 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 really the number one. Um, trying to think. Um, you also want to make your calls early to your clients. We talked about that. We also talked about what's going to happen at the end of the day. If you don't jump all over these, it's going to affect your business. It's going to make your your payables much more difficult to to uh, to make. No one just calls a collection agency to really talk about it. They right. already right. Yeah. No. That's, it's like calling that's, a travel agency. Yeah, I know yeah. I'm going to travel somewhere. Yeah. I just need to know how much it's going to cost. No one calls. Gonna... A, no one calls Met Credit just kicking the tires. No, they they don't. Right. But I mean, it happens, but it's rare. Mm-hmm. More for the people that that I speak to because we get so many inquiries every day, uh, by uh, email, by HubSpot, mm-hmm. by telephone call. Um, and also, I'm reaching out in some of these places that I go to, uh, to new prospects. So doing a bit of cold calling, as it were, um, because all companies have a receivable problem. It's very rare. A matter of fact, the stat that we, um, that we know of, that we use, is that if your receivables are, um, <clears throat> I think, 4% of your total gross... It's a number. To, it's a number that, that we banter around every once in a while. So when they call me and they say, "Well, Dave, I'm giving you a call because, you know, there are one or two customers right now that haven't paid us. I'm not sure what to do." Those are the questions we get. We've never used an agency before. Why do you think we should use you guys? Mm-hmm. I haven't really talked to anybody else. And right away, I always say to them, "I say, well, first of all, tell me about the situation because then it gets us talking and having a conversation. If you're assigning it to me now and you tell me it's 90 days old." We have a pretty good chance of getting this resolved. If you're going to wait longer, this is what's going to happen. The the probability of getting it collected now is 28% or 30%. They go, really? I said, yeah, it's going to be that low. It's that urgency right now. Like it's the, you know, things are okay. They're not good. They might get better. The promise from politicians is that it'll get better. Yeah. And they want to find out. If I talk to you now and have this conversation with you, Dave, because if it gets bad, what am I going to do? And I go, well, why not? Well, let's not even go there. Why don't we get these files resolved for you today? Then you'll never have to worry about that. And then you can concentrate on what you do best. You let us worry about those problems. I'll look after them for you. It's almost like inoculation. Like to me, no, it's almost really, it's almost like inoculation because if, if my business takes care of its account receivables, then I'm not going to probably have as many issues paying off my debts. If I don't inoculate myself by paying off my, my, my debts, then I get trapped in that cycle and I become part of the cascade. That's right. That's exactly right. And you don't want to go there. And there's no need for you to go there. Everybody pay up. Thanks to David Hopkins, Vice President of Business Development at MetCredit, and thank you for listening. Please rate, review, share, or comment on this episode. For more information, to read Brian Sommerfeld's blog, or to start a collections account to recover lost revenue, visit metcredit.com. This is Overdue Advice, the podcast about cash flow strategies to grow your business. I'm Andrea Schwabe. Thanks for listening.
You run a business, you're successful. You don't wait for things to happen. You make them happen. So why aren't you collecting what's owed to you? The longer you wait, the less chance you'll ever see a cent. So call Met Credit. We're your local debt recovery team, serving businesses of all sizes since 1973. And don't worry, we play nice. We're here to uphold your reputation and relationships. And speaking of nice, if we don't collect, you don't pay. Zero risk. Get to know us for when you need us at metcredit.com. 